Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Harriet Kamek with Down to Earth. It's the show in which we talk about the issues that matter. And uppermost on our agenda today is the fact that the coronavirus is a fact of life here in America, especially for us here in Michigan. Just yesterday, the uh, Michigan governor uh, had a press conference in which she laid out and outlined that if we do not stay at home, she's issued a shelter-in-place order. And if we do not stay at home, we're likely to end up on the trajectory that Italy has. So I want to put that in perspective for all of us, because some of us might think that uh, even at this time, people are still thinking that, you know, we're hyping this up, the media is hyping this, uh, this nothing is going on, it's not a serious. So let me put this in perspective for you. The Italian prime minister, tweeted yesterday these facts. These are the facts. The Italian prime minister tweeted that there were 400 in the city of Detroit. Detroit health officials are saying that there have been over 400 cases of the coronavirus. On my Facebook timeline yesterday, there were so many RIPs, it was incredible. After a while, I was like, did something happen? Why was there some kind of mass shooting or something? Why people were just RIPing to everybody, RIPing, RIPing? And after a while, I counted 18 RIPs on my Facebook timeline yesterday. People are dropping like flies, and as the Michigan governor said, that we don't we don't want the health system to be overwhelmed, which it looks like it's going to be. There are not enough ventilators, so people are probably staying at home and waiting until the last minute before they go to the hospital. And then by the time they go to the hospital, the virus is so cruel and so wicked and so overpowering and so overwhelming that it literally is drying out the fluid in people's bodies and cutting you off. Like one minute they're here, the next minute they're on a ventilator. The next minute they're totally gone. So stay home. We don't have to go out. We don't have to, I mean, I'm probably going to get, stir crazy and I go walk in the, you know, go out in the backyard, go for a walk or something, but I don't have to be in the public. This is a dangerous time. The virus is peaking. It's spreading exponentially. Stay home, everybody. Stay home. Are you all hearing me? Stay home. Don't go out. You have enough food. Subsist on what you have. Order takeouts. Let them put it on the porch or something. Right? Put it on the door. Not ring the doorbell when they come or not ring the doorbell. Just put it there. You will know when it's delivered. But stay home. Right? These are dangerous times. And if we're not careful, each state could end up like Italy. And I heard the, the, the president say yesterday that he's planning to implement it anyway. These were implemented by the governors. Okay? The governors are taking care of their people. I don't know what the president is thinking. I don't know where his information is coming from. And, and frankly, I'm hurt that he doesn't think that I'm valuable enough and you're valuable enough for him to pay attention to what we need to do. We, we don't need, there is no economy without us. We are the people. We are the backbone of the economy. We're the backbone of the country. It's not the big fat cats on Wall Street. It's not the fat 
guests who are making all the money, it's, it's paper money, first of all. That's the first thing we all need to understand about how the stock market works. It's paper money. It's inflated value. And the way the system is structured, that inflated value translates the money that the Treasury gives them, and then they put it in their banks, and that's how come they're super rich. They're not the backbone of the economy. The fact that the president is going to tell us that we have to go back, don't go back to work, they're going to fire you. So you won't get a stimulus check. You won't get unemployment. Your employer won't pay you. So you will lose everything. That is the cold, that is just stone cold, harsh, no heart ever that any leader could ever display to its people. Right now in Italy, in three days, they had over 2,000 people killed, dead, because of this virus. In Italy, they trans, uh, transformed hospital rooms, like an entire like floors of hospitals have just been filled with coffers to so just put people in coffers. Imagine that. That's what could happen here if we all go back to work. If everybody starts going back taking the subway in the early days of their startup. Once they started making the paper money, it all went to the shot. So now they don't have a backbone. So when they saw people stop buying stuff and their industries told them that people stopped buying stuff, they just went so crazy. They started screaming and yelling, call the White House, call the president, get the president on the phone, you got to do something. No, brother, we ain't doing nothing because our lives are worth more than your fat cat existence. You're nothing. We can replace you. We don't want any fat cats from Wall Street who make hundreds of millions of dollars in hedge funds. Come tell the people that we should go back to work, start using mass transit, start going back to stores so you can live your exalted existence. You probably live in a bubble. You probably have a whole smoke screen around you that no one can penetrate. But you want people to go out and mix with others who have this virus. People are dropping like flies in the southeastern portion of Michigan is the most heavily populated. Detroit is the most densely populated city in Michigan. Naturally, Detroit has the highest, one of the highest poverty rates in the city. I'm waiting to see the numbers from Flint and Saginaw and Lansing and South Lansing. I'm waiting to see what those numbers are. And Benton Harbor and Muskegon, wherever there's poverty, there are going to be that because that means what? Healthcare is absent. And if healthcare is absent, some of these folks had underlying health conditions already, most of them. That meant they probably had unattended, untreated health situations that the virus just exacerbated. You know why it's important to wash our hands? Somebody called me yesterday. My handyman called me yesterday to ask me. And I was like, seriously, you shouldn't be calling me to ask me about that. Because you can't come in my car without me having your hand sanitizer. You can't touch surfaces in my car. You can't touch surfaces in my house. Somebody comes to my house as soon as they leave. I like all the spread of the place stuff. That's always been me. I, at one point, my kids thought that I, they, they used to say that as soon as they left the house, when they came back, the whole house would smell of bleach. I used bleach to clean my floors. I used bleach on every surface in my house that is not going to become uh, stained by bleach or, you know, lose the color kind of thing. We have to do these things. It doesn't have to be an N95 mask. Just put something on that filters the air that you're going to breathe. Make sure you have gloves on. And whatever clothing you wear, drop it into the laundry. As soon as you come, don't bring it into your, into your living space. Are you following me? This is serious. We're in serious times, y'all. This is very, very serious. 
right? And, and it, it, it is, well, this is why we need to have faith, because when you encounter information such as what you hear that they're saying, it makes you have to say, you know what, I'm just going to trust in the Lord God. I don't know where this is going. We don't exactly know the follow. We know there's going to be catastrophe, economic catastrophe, but look, y'all, we can reset the economy. They just need to restart the economy when this is bad. But the fact that they don't care, what they want is for us to buy their products. They want us to go in the Apple store and buy more Apple products. They want us to go into Verizon and start more contracts and buy new phones. They want us to go into Walmart and Best Buy, right, and Target and every other retailer and buy more stuff. They want us to go back to the mall and buy. We are the important people. So you all stay home. And it's important to understand that because in times like these, when you look at, at Italy, now Italy is a whole country. Italy is not a state. Italy is a little country. And in our country right now, the state of Michigan and the state of New York are following the trajectory of Italy. So is the state of California. We have 10 million people down here in Michigan, most of whom live. Two-thirds of the population live down here in southeast Michigan. We've got a problem. The governor is right to shut the place down. And I know everybody is confused, like, what is an essential worker? And I don't want to say no, but go out there at your own peril. I will not be joining the mental foolishness. Because when this starts to spread, and by the middle of April, it's now almost the end of, uh, end of March. By the 13th of April, when the governor's order should lift, that's when you're going to see more deaths and more people being admitted to the hospital. That's when you're going to see 2,000 deaths in Michigan. Then you're going to stay home? See what I mean? So the story is that in times of crisis, people can turn to religion, and religion can either help you cope with it or hurt. I have seen where people have become fanatical to the extent where worship, where pastors are even encouraging people to come into their sanctuary. Are you kidding me? You have no compassion for people. I could be sitting next to someone who has the virus. Anywhere you are, God is. That's what the Bible says. That's what every religion says, that it is in you. So why are you telling people it's irresponsible? Why are people, why are pastors telling people to come into religious atmosphere? So worship, knowing that people can touch one another. And I'm speaking to all religions. I'm speaking to Islam, Christianity, Buddhism, everyone who is encouraging people to come to some form of worship. And some of these folks are saying that all I need is Jesus, and I don't need hand sanitizer. For the love of God, please do not touch me. If you do not believe that you need hand sanitizer, you use all the signs. That's why he created signs. So science can help us to survive. I've never understood this religious fanaticism that disclaims science. God is science. You can't even see God, but you know he exists. You can't explain how the earth and all the planets are formed. That's science. So how can you say that you don't need hand sanitizer? You don't need Jesus. You need all. You need Jesus and hand sanitizer. That's the part of religion that can hurt. Is when people take it to the extreme. This is why for years I've always talked about religious fundamentalism and how fundamentalists of every religion have always been at fault and have always done more harm than good. The pure 
majority of religion is designed to build faith and cause you to believe in a system of the one. It shouldn't be. However, over time, we have seen people do that. And I'm just going to be, be real because, you know, the Islamic people are going to come at me and say, well, you know, the crusade and so on. Yes, that happened. But I can also talk about what Muhammad did. He had the young women who were underage, over 100 or so of them. And to this day, some people still believe in that practice. So there is bad on both sides of the aisle. So that's not what this is about. We're talking about the purity of the belief system and the form of it. So I know they're going to come at me. Go disclaim that, what I just said, and put that aside. Now, there are elements to Islam that I like. There are some parts why Jesus is incorporated and written into their writings. Let's just be clear. And this is why I never supported the Christian fundamentalists who disclaimed Islam. Because to me, it all points to a need that all human beings have, which is pointing to we need a purpose and belief in something bigger and outside of ourselves. No, we're not talking about capitalism and capitalists who believe that the almighty dollar is bigger than they are. That's what they're pushing and propagating and promulgating. That's not going to happen, and I'm going to pray against it right now. Yeah, and like I just pointed out, so it's, it's, it's going to be Palm Sunday on the 6th of April. And then it's going to be Easter Sunday, the following Sunday. You ain't nobody going out. Do not. It has not peaked. It's not going to peak until towards the end of April. And even in May, we'll still be riding it. I don't know about you, but come September, what I want to do is celebrate Labor Day and celebrate uh, 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 Ash Wednesday, Memorial Day, and celebrate all the, the, the holidays that we would have missed. Can you imagine if Memorial Day, we can't even have a barbecue, y'all? My ribs are ready. And my barbecue sauce, just in case. Uh, but I, I think I may need some more stuff for the grill. <laughs> I'm making light of it. I, I kid you not. Yesterday I, I was in one in a, in a grocery store and they had uh, firewood. And I'm like, this is the second or third time that I'm looking at firewood. And I'm like, I probably should have bought it to put on the grill just in case of anything. You can, you know, still run the grill to cook on there. So a lot of preachers need to get out. He was getting on a plane, and uh, before he got off, you know, they, they cut the authorities got to and make sure you have hand sanitizer. And he said, Jesus is my hand sanitizer. He literally thought, this is, listen to this, he literally thought that he could go up into the sky to appeal to Jesus. I'm like, that's not even faith. But the Bible says, right where you are, call on the name of God, and he will save. And if he does the same, then that was not his plan for you. Right? It was happening in China. And what had begun to happen in Italy two weeks ago, and you all went to a party. So those folks who have died since then, everybody who went to that party needs to go get checked out. If they aren't already displaying symptoms. Like, where were you? People were like, I'm still going to have my party. I don't believe in this virus. I'm still going to have my party. No, you are all in the same enclosed space. 
other and transmitting the virus one to one. And a man coughed into the air. And everybody looked at him like, Jesus. Some people have never, can't get over their habits. Like, seriously. Get over it. Why have people, why have we never practiced good hygiene? Why weren't we ever sleeping or coughing into our sleeves, into our elbows? She was so irresponsible. And I said out loud, how irresponsible can you be that you are out coughing into the atmosphere to infect everybody else? Right? And right now, the cases have become so so many more that they're no longer saying where people touch others. So, like, when they interview people, they're like, well, who do you live with? Where do you live? Who, was, who have you been around? Where did you go? It, it doesn't make sense anymore. Do you see? Because it, it really doesn't. Because it's up there already. It, it, it's kind of like it's out of the cool. Women work from home. You didn't have to be seven months pregnant and potter your way into work, putting yourself at risk. That's why so many, so many women are having preeclampsia because they have to work while they're pregnant. The strain and the stress already of carrying a child added to the strain and stress of going to work. No wonder. I've been trying to figure out why are so many women developing pregnancy because you're working while you're pregnant and in advanced stages of pregnancy. We have discovered that they could have always frozen student loans. Isn't that what people have been saying? Hello. They could have always frozen interest payments and payments on student loans. Oh, my God. They could have always, minimum wages are not living wages. You barely pay people to live. But you still expect people to come out and buy your product. But you don't want to give people paid time off. We're learning now that you could have always paid people paid time off. You could have always given people paid sick leave. And it hasn't broken anybody. You just wanted more money, inflated money. So now you all know the truth. The stock market is paper money. It's like a giant ticker parade for the wealthy. They get to count up at the end of the day how many more zeros. The zeros don't really mean anything. It's all because then you'll shut it down. I was watching a thing on YouTube yesterday where this pastor in uh, Atlanta uh, people were coming forward. I think the service, the church service might have happened last year. And people were coming forward and he was asking who was going to get evicted. You know what was alarming? It was single mothers. Single mothers, meaning they had children, were the ones who were getting evicted. So he asked the church to help. So he collected money from the members of the church and gave it to the people so that they could, the women, so they could go uh, take care of their outstanding past due evictions so they could stay in their homes with their children. Just entertained and engaged all the time. They don't want us to think. No, you're shutting down your thinking. And you're asking yourself the question, you mean to tell me that I could have worked remotely all this time? I didn't have to be out there struggling to pick up my children and to go home, ruin my marriage ruin my life so that I have to go to work every day when I could have done this from home. And you have the religious fanatics over here saying, come into the sanctuary. We have hand sanitizer. No. 
I, you, you could be sitting next to someone who has the virus. You don't want to do that. Back and say, wow, that could be me. You're going to hear stories of people you know, people whom you have talked to, people whom you have commiserated with, people whom you have laughed with, you're made with. You're going to hear that they died from coronavirus, and you can't even go to the service. They may have to bury them, and we just all have memorial services after. And you won't be able to go and commiserate with the family. And you're going to sit there and say, but for the grace of God, go off. And that mockery that you used to make of people, you're going to suddenly say, there might be something to this. I pray that the president comes to that reality when he understands that I am responsible for these people who elected me. These people put their trust in me and put their lives in me. I have to think about them. Instead of watching the ticket parade on Wall Street, they worship Wall Street. This country worships our economic system. It was inflated money that was passed on and inflated money, and it was just inflated, inflated. He went to the bank, got more loans, and so on. It was never real money. That's how come they can lose it so quickly. If you were to ask why do stocks lose their value, it's inflated money. Anybody remember the Enron? You have the time. Go look up the story of Enron and you will get a full understanding of how the stock market works. It's all paper money. It's not real. That's why you can see a guy who had no money at all become an elected official and all of a sudden, within a year or two, he can buy stocks in a company and he's not worth $3 million. And you're like... When you were elected official, you only earn 178000 a year. How did you end up with the net worth of three? It's all inflated money. He started buying stock in a company, and it's all inflated. That's all that Jesus said. Take that means take care of one another. He never asked you to go get some oil from olive oil and pour it into a bottle and then tell people that it works. Then you have another set of religious fanatics who are saying, if I lay hands on you, I believe in the laying on of hands, but I'm not sure that that's how that is communicated. So even if that is true, guess what? With our skepticism now, we can't even determine if that is true or not. Because we're skeptical now because of all the fanatics. And that is not to say right now uh, uh, that we've got to understand that in a country like Italy that is fervent about their worship, their Catholics, they, they, they thought of Catholicism, then they proselytized the whole world. And look at what is happening in Italy. Right? And it's only a matter of time before South America starts reporting these numbers. Uh, the Italian way of life spreading, and by the time they slowed it down, People have already contracted it and we're going out in public and so on. It's the same thing that's going to happen here. It seems like no matter what you do, it's still a reality. But I pray for, for, for folks in Italy. It's painful to read these numbers. And I'm afraid these numbers are probably going to be replicated in our states. And we're going to see that. So I'm praying for all of us. And when I say prayer, I'm fervently praying for all of us. I'm praying that you who are watching me will continue to be able to view me and listen to me and hear me for leaders. 
make decisions for the good of all, that they will see that there is a bigger population problem, and not just the 15 fat cats who are sitting in front and begging and biting their fingernails because they're about to lose their inflated value. They're so terrified of being ordinary. They can't imagine life outside of the ordinary context, the ordinary sphere in which you and I live. You and I are just ordinary people, right? And so they can't imagine what it is like to live at the mercy of your bank accounts and the, on projections, the money you have made yet. Are you kidding me? Can we get a similar check? I'm just throwing it out there. Like, uh, you see where I'm coming from? I'm just throwing it out there. Like, seriously. These guys are asking for bailouts. Right? And they're asking for big-time bailouts. But what about the money they have in their accounts? The, the billions that they claim to have, the hundreds of millions that they claim to have. What about that money? That can't tag you over in your bank account purportedly. But you still want to bail out? No, man. Something is wrong with that. We got to go get a job of taking care of our people. I don't care if you want to call it socialism. Because that's what you are all afraid of. We're going to be socialists. Okay, but well, don't take care of your people during this virus. You're going to lose your mom, your dad, your grandparents, friends, and family. See how you will feel when this is all over, that all you worship was money. It's just, it's just, see, I'm, 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 I'm talking, but nobody's liking what I'm saying. Nobody likes it because it is what it is. It's the truth. And the truth of the matter is that we worship money. We worship our stock market. I'm not praying for them because they have used people over time. There are people who are hurting right now. We, we're saying, no, okay, we can give you, we can give you a test and, and we can, you know, Take care of you. So we could have always provided health care for people all this time. You mean to tell me we could have always done that? Abandoned city and federal buildings. They're placing homeless folks in shelters that we could have always done that. Have we not talked about that? Imagine all the homeless people in 10 cities in San Francisco. We could have found buildings to place those people in, but no, we worship the almighty dollar. And now what? How are you all going to feel when we have to dig fields to bury the dead? How are you all going to feel when the cemeteries will be overrun? The virus continue yourself and quarantine yourself. Because if one person in the family has it, everyone is exposed. You just didn't, because by the time it manifests, you didn't know you had it. By the time the symptoms start of the dry cough and the fever, you have already had it for four weeks and did not know you had it. And you have contaminated everyone in the family. So what is it going to take? We're going to see mass burials. That's what it's going to take. Because clearly, we're not seeing what happened in Italy. Who are right around you. People whom you know and talk to every day who are no longer suddenly just obliterated off the face of the earth. That's when it's going to make an impact. And those fat cats on Wall Street who like to have their pictures in the paper, who like to always be seen on TV, and like the title billionaire before their names, for some reason, that's the name they want, billionaire, who have inflated 
values and the banks and everybody else is in and on the system. Inflated values and inflated paper money. The real MVPs are you. That's who the real MVP is. You who get up every day. I learned something yesterday that, uh, anyway, let me not talk about it. I, I can't talk about it. Let me, I can't. I guess that will be proven in time. I'm not going to, people are slowly going to talk about it. Nobody's talking about it because everybody's afraid. So I'm not going to say it. All I know is that this is going to be a minute before it passes. People from among us, a lot of people, a whole lot of people, people we know and love, people whom we see every day. And it is our carelessness why this has happened, because we were asleep at the switch. We did not take care of our population enough. We did not warn enough. And then we still felt like we needed to party. You see a story yesterday on MSN.com that some of the kids who were on the beaches in Tampa, four of them have tested positive for the coronavirus. Because we still believe that we should go to a party when a pandemic is order is issued. We want to just live in the moment. Because I think at the back of our minds, we are all trying to be like the billionaires. They're just big pimping and big balling. Like, give people paid time off and paid leave. Outside of your little bubble of maybe, you know, 50 people or 20 people who get paid time off, the rest of the country does not. While big fat cats can profile and have multiple wives, have multiple women, have multiple homes in every city, and act like they own the freaking planet. And all they have is inflated value. No, I'm not comfortable with that. No, I'm not. And they're not even trying. Right now, I read on my timeline this morning that Ford is going to join with 3M and other companies to make ventilators and make them available to hospitals quickly. That Ford is going to make ventilators and other equipment that hospitals will need. That's industry. You know what? That is our compassion. Why are we not calling out the foolishness that we're seeing in the, in the society? Why are we not encouraging specific leaders and state leaders and national leaders to be mindful of the people and to exemplify and demonstrate compassion towards the people? It's not enough for us to go disappear into your religious house, collect all the money you can get, and then zip right on and drive into your gated community. You are as much a part of the problem as the, big, as the fat cats on Wall Street are. You're just using religion to make money, just like a fat cat on Wall Street. Where is the compassion? How are you going to deliver hope if at the end of the day, I always say this, the difference is what you drive when you go in the parking lot. There you are driving a 2010 Ford Focus, and he's driving a 2019 Bentley, a 2019 Mercedes. And when you go out, you go different paths. Because he's headed to the hills. And you're headed downstream, downriver. Where's the company? He's no different than a fat cat on Wall Street. He just cloaks in, in a familiar form that uses your emotions and stimulates you. Where is the hope and the compassion? That's not what Jesus is about. That's not what the purity people to faith and to exemplify hope and love and compassion. The Bible says it like this. Now I leave these. There is faith, there is hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. Love is exercising compassion one to another. Love is seeing your fellow man. 
Love is having your employees and making sure they have paid time off. That's love for your fellow man. Love is making sure pregnant women and disabled people are not struggling up the disabled ramps and into elevators and removing their dignity from them, forcing them to come to work even though you know they can, just so you can sit there with a smirk on your face. That's not love. Wipe that smirk off. I hope this economic albatross will wipe the smirk off the faces of the fat cat. You go evict a woman with children knowing that they have nowhere to sleep. They won't have a toilet to go to or to wash their hands. The very basic function. How can you? How can you put the whole family out on the street and then lock the doors up on that house and still see it locked for six months? Why do you collect the insurance money from your inflated value and your inflated portfolios? How do you go to bed at night and people are hungry and walking the streets? Homeless and hungry, and, and then you say they're mentally ill. Wouldn't you be if you find yourself without shelter and without use of a bathroom facility and you don't know where you're going to be? Would you be in your right mind? So, I, I, I was part of a group of people, and we went to a place in Detroit where uh, there were families in need. It was the first time in my entire life that I came in contact with a whole family being homeless. I had no frame of reference for that. I did not understand it. I couldn't understand how a whole family could be on the street. I had just left my daughter at the time. was My oldest daughter was 15. And the baby was five. And I remember that morning when my father was worried that her daughter was not coming back to the shelter in the evening. She, was, she realized she was about to lose her daughter. That's what you fat cats of Wall Street do. Proud of yourselves, aren't you? Some of you are listening to me. Feel good about yourselves, don't you? When you go and have sex with vulnerable people who are economically vulnerable, you feel good about yourself. Oh, I just throw some money at them. I'm, I'm helping to feed them. Seriously? You're all going to pay for this stuff. Your values will be wiped out. Trust me. You're going to be leveled like everybody else and come right back down to the normal. This is not over yet. This tool is not going to pass. It's the worship of the money. You should not worship it and build a tower to it. You should have the money. Make the money. Put as much away as possible. Provide for your family and help others. While you are making the money, build up your place. I'm going to tell you the story of a man named Henry Ford. Ever heard of him? Ford Motor Company, one of the largest companies in the world. Ford Motor Company owns everything in the United Kingdom, practically. Ford Motor Company. You know who that was? A little old guy named Henry Ford. He had a vision. Yes, some say he was racist. He was evocative of the time that he lived. He created a health system called Henry Ford Health System, a world-renowned health system, innovators in the field of medicine. Do you know that that same Ford Motor Company stepped forward and said, well, we're going to help. Here's what we can do. They're fat cats, too. But here in the Detroit area, everybody knows about Ford. They give away money. They're rich. They're so wealthy, they're embedded and invested for at least another 50 generations. But you know what they do? They help others. So their name, the blue oval, will always stand. 
because the guy who started it all built it on compassion. They ain't going to lose nothing. General Motors ain't going to lose nothing. Christ ain't going to lose. But the rest of you who are paid for value, you'll be wiped out. You're going to be wiped out. I'm not the God of money, but the God who is able to save, who prays. Read Philippians chapter 4, Psalm 121. Then go over and download the Bible app. Read. And find the truth in yourself. Make a donation to organizations who are feeding the homeless, providing food and shelter. And if you can pay somebody's rent to avoid eviction, do it. You can help somebody avoid foreclosure, do it. You can help somebody avoid uh, putting people out of their cars, do it. You can help someone buy groceries for the love of God, do it. Make donations. Right? I got to go, folks. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Harry Kemmock with Down to Earth. You're welcome to visit my website. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a great one. Be blessed, everybody. Be blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.